Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare.
So. Good evening. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for coming out to celebrate Balaram Jayanti. And um, Lord Balaram's appearance day. And for our initiation ceremony, we have some folks here uh, that are going to take initiation today. So, uh, is that too loud? Is this? It's good. Okay. It's good for you. It's good for me. So, Balaram's appearance day. We celebrate Lord Balaram's appearance, uh, and he's very mystical. Lord Balaram is the first expansion of Krishna. So if we think, uh, why would God, just think, you're, let's just say you're God. So would you want to be, first of all, would you want to be unmanifest? You could be, if you wanted to be, right? You could just be energy. But being manifest is much more uh, enjoyable, isn't it? So if you're manifest, or whether you're manifest or unmanifest, you surely wouldn't want to be alone, would you? Lonely. What is the biggest, uh, most severe punishment that they have in our penal system? When a, huh? Solitary confinement. I mean, that's the real hard, that's hardcore. Nobody, people go crazy over that. So it's the nature of the soul to associate. And then we think that God would want to be either all alone or just hardly even there, unmanifest. Of course, Krishna is both manifest and unmanifest at the same time. He can do that. He has both. Achetnya Veda Veda Tattva. Simultaneously one and different. You see? So, out of his desire to expand his ecstasy, he has his older brother, Balaram. He also has all of you. You are part of his desire to expand his ecstasy. What is this ecstasy? Exchanging love. This is the true nectar of the soul. This is what the soul seeks after. This is what people work for. People work hard jobs. Uh, they get good educations. They struggle so hard. Ultimately, that what they want, what they're looking for, once they get a good job, a good home. They want to share love. They want love in their life. There's been many, many, uh, much research. What is it we say studies have shown? People say that, you know, studies have shown. You know, uh, I've read some of the research, but I haven't read all of it. If, even if I did, I probably wouldn't understand it. But again and again, even science comes up uh, with that same point, that the living entity desires to exchange love, you see. So therefore, we exist. Our sole reason for existing is to exchange love with the supreme lover and all of the, all the, of the rest of us at the same time. <clears throat> in this material world the way love is exchanged is basically I will love you but you've got to love me back <clears throat> or I have to get a return on my investment you have to give me some enjoyment you see it, if you're willing to scratch my back I'll scratch yours <clears throat> basically this is just business I'll take care I'll do for you you do for me you satisfy my needs slash wants, and I'll satisfy yours, you see. Um, and this is what we determine to be love. It may be to some degree, 
But unfortunately, many people don't know that you, the soul, deserve the, the highest love. Not even just a, a love higher than that, but the highest love, unconditional love. You need an object in your life that you love so dearly that you're requesting nothing in exchange, nothing in return. That is Krishna. That is God. This is the relationship that you can have with the supreme lover, the supreme source of love. This is your nature as a living entity. Not all of us want that. Not all of us want to go all that far to have the supreme loving relationship with the supreme source of love. That's a little scary, isn't it? You see? It's a little easier if I keep him at arm's length. He's unmanifest, or gee whiz, I know he's there, but I don't know. That's common these days. People say, nobody knows. So you have your opinion, and I have my opinion. We all have our own opinion, because really, we all know that nobody really knows. You see? So if nobody knows, then how do you know my com uh, that my opinion isn't right on? You see? But that's just not true. This nobody knows. You know. You are the soul. You are part and parcel of Krishna. You know Krishna. But your knowing of Krishna is just covered over temporarily. Just temporarily. You see? So this Hare Krishna, this chanting of Hare Krishna, this process of associating with the devotees of Krishna is a process of cleansing the mirror. Chaitodarpanamartha. Cleansing the mirror. Uh, it's just like if you find a mirror that's been in storage for a long time, it's covered with dust. At first you don't even know it's a mirror. There's no reflection, it's covered, you see. But through this process of chanting Hare Krishna, we cleanse this mirror. And when the mirror of the heart is cleansed, then you get a glimpse of you, your real eternal self. And that eternal self is empowered to please the source of pleasure. Some people say that sounds a little too far-fetched. Are you saying, I have the potency and the power to please the Almighty God who has everything? Yes, that's the only reason you exist. He empowers you to make him feel ecstasy. You, it, you, he's already full of ecstasy, but you enhance his ecstasy. You see, which gives you tremendous ecstasy, sharing of love. You see, even though the mirror of the heart has been covered over, uh, your desire for love is still there, isn't it? You see, so uh, Lord Balaram is so kind that he is the first, the original guru, Adi Guru. The disciplic succession, therefore, is empowered by Lord Balaram himself. So I wanted to read a little bit about Lord Balaram today. I found this uh, on one of the nice sites, one of the nice ISKCON sites. Praises to Lord Balaram and prayers. <clears throat> I'd never read this. <clears throat> Verses and praises of Lord Balaram. O Keshava, O Lord of the universe, O Lord Hari, you have, have assumed the form of Lord Balaram, the wielder of the plow. All glories to you. On your brilliant white, uh, on your brilliant white body, you wear garments the color of a fresh blue rain cloud. These garments are the color of the river Jamuna, who feels great fear due to the striking of your plowshare. 
Lord Balaram changed the course of the Jamuna River with his plow one time. You know. All glories to Ramagat, where Lord Balaram performed his Ras dance. All glories to Lord Balaram, the son of Rohini. All glories, all glories to the residents of Vrindavan. Powerful Lord Balaram is 16 years old, full of the luster of youth, and has a fair complexion, the color of crystal. Balaram wears blue garments and a garland of forest flowers. Balaram's handsome hair is tied in a graceful top knot. Splendid earrings adorn Balaram's ears. Sri Baladev's neck is splendidly decorated with garlands of flowers and strings of jewels. Splendid armlets and bracelets, ornaments, uh, ornament Duji's graceful and very strong arms. <clears throat> Balaram's feet are decorated with splendid jeweled anklets. Sri Baladev is Sri Krishna, Sri Krishna's dearest friend. Baladev is a great reservoir of the nectar mellows of many kinds of transcendental pastimes. Lord Balaram's beauty is enhanced by the earrings touching his cheeks. Balaram's face is decorated with tilak made from musk and Balaram's broad chest is ornamented with a garland of kunja. Sri Baladev's complexion is as white as an autumn cloud, and he wears blue garments. Balaram's voice is very grave, and his arms are very long, touching his thighs. The splendor of Lord Balaram's transcendental form eclipses many millions of glistening rising moons, and the slightest scent of his boundless strength is sufficient to destroy many armies of demons. Although he knows the supernatural power of his younger brother, Krishna, still, out of love for him, Balaram never leaves Krishna alone in the forest, even for a moment. I offer my prayers to Lord Balaram, the enemy of Dinukasur. The Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna, is the fountainhead of all incarnations. Lord Balaram is his second body. They are both one in the same identity. They differ only in form. He is the first bodily expansion of Krishna, and he assists in Lord Krishna's transcendental pastimes. That original Lord Krishna appeared in Navadvip as Lord Chaitanya, and Balaram appeared with him as Lord Nityananda. May Sri Nityananda Ram be the object of my constant remembrance. Sankarshan, Seshanag, and the Vishnus who lie in the Karana Ocean, Garba Ocean, and Ocean of Milk are his plenary portions and the portions of his plenary portions. Lord Balaram is the original Sankarshan. He assumes five other forms to serve Lord Krishna. He helps himself in the, uh, in the pastimes of Lord Krishna. <coughs> and he does the work of creation in four other forms. He executes the orders of Krishna in, in the work of creation and in the form of Lord Seish. He serves Krishna in various ways. In all forms, he tastes the transcendental bliss of serving Krishna. That same Balaram is Lord Nityananda, the companion of Lord Gaurasundar. So this is just a few praises of uh, Lord Nityananda, Lord Balaram. So Krishna, <clears throat> we can see his desire, uh, the same desire we all have. We all have a desire for close, loving association. What is better for that close, loving association than the perfect older brother? Even though you're the supreme Godhead, you expand into the perfect older brother. You see, even though Lord Balaram knows my younger brother Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead, still, he protects him. 
It doesn't need protection. Uh, the supreme source of all sources doesn't need anything. But he desires that you want to protect him. The living entity sometimes wants to protect Krishna as a parent, you see, or protect him as a friend, you see. What do friends do? Well, friends are supposed to look out for each other. They're supposed to be devoted, you see. So we have that same desire. We are like that too. We want loving, devoted association, you see. So we can see uh, our nature in the nature of God because we are part and parcel of him. We are at the same time one and different from Krishna. We have everything he has, but in a smaller part. He's God, we're the part and parcel, but everything he has, we have, because we are part of him, you see. Some people think, well, what you're saying is that it, uh, we're all just one big soup. It's like if you take a drop of ocean water and you throw it into the ocean, that drop no longer exists, right? Now it's part of this big chunk of water, right? So therefore, that is our relationship with the Supreme. We're part of the Supreme, and someday that drop of us, our soul, will go that, that same route. We will just disappear and merge. Wouldn't it be better if we stayed separate and enjoyed one another through love, dedication? If God is so great, wouldn't you like to observe, maybe get to know, maybe take him to lunch, <laughs> you know? I don't know. Go for a long walk on the beach. I mean, isn't there at least a couple, maybe a couple of billion questions that you have? If you get quality time alone with God, wouldn't it be interesting, rather than just jumping right in there and merging, wouldn't it be kind of nifty if we said, hey, guy, how you doing? You know, I got a million questions. In the, and as you ask questions, you other ones come up to mind, you see. So, but you don't have to wait until you have uh, your hand being held by Krishna's. You don't have to wait, you see. We have those questions, they should be answered now. Now, how can we do that? We need to hook up somehow <clears throat> with this supreme uh, source of love. How do we do that? We have to, well, first of all, we could speculate our way to it, couldn't we? You know, many people uh, do that. Let me correct myself. Most people make that attempt. Let me speculate my way because Ultimately, nobody really knows for sure. So my speculations are just as good as yours. And you should respect my speculations. Right? I can't back it up with anything, but neither can you, because nobody really knows. So we're hiding behind this. Nobody really knows. What if you could find somebody who really knew? What if you could find somebody who really, truly knew the answers and knew how to hook you up with the source, Krishna himself? Wouldn't that be interesting? So this is the position of the guru. Guru is one who has experienced receiving transcendental knowledge from someone who has it. His guru. 
And his guru got it from his guru, who got it from his guru, all the way back to Lord Balaram, the original Adi Guru, you see. It's being passed along. It's like a, a baton, the baton. You've seen the runners, they, one of them runs up and they give the baton and then he take the baton. They don't change the baton. It's not like one runner hands a baton off to someone and then he redesigns it and makes it a different color, a different shape, a different size. No, it's exactly the same baton and it goes, I think sometimes they go long distances with that, don't they? You see, so, so this uh, information from the guru some people may say, well, what's so special about the guru? What makes your guru so special? There's only one thing that makes me special. My guru. What makes him special? His guru. And his guru and his guru and so on, back to Lord Balaram. So the message is coming down uh, from the Supreme, unchanged. If it's changed, then... Uh, no longer is this person guru. Some people say they are bogus guru, but is there any such thing as bogus guru? No. Can't be. You're either bogus or you're a guru. It's like, do you ever have dry water? There is no dry water. You see? So one is either guru or bogus. How do we know? You find someone who doesn't speculate. Why do you need to speculate? I don't need to speculate. My guru gives me everything I need to say. He has so many books, hundreds, uh, thousands of classes, thousands of letters he wrote. Uh, I don't need to go outside of the intelligence of my guru. He never departed from the intelligence of his guru. And within that knowledge coming from God is contained everything, everything. Maybe not nuclear fission, but who needs that? If you need that, you can go get that from a nuclear physicist. But the science of God, everything you need to know, can be given you by guru, you see. The duty of the guru is to give, to give knowledge. Huh? The guru is your servant, although you serve the guru. But the guru's duty is to serve you. That is how the guru serves his guru, by serving the disciple. So, uh, before we go on, uh, we've got time for some questions. Are there any questions or comments? Criticisms? How about from you folks that are taking initiation today? It's not too late to back out, you know. <laughs> We've got four taking first initiation, and uh, Sham Gopal is taking Brahman initiation. So, uh, I, I there's no way I can describe the pleasure, the joy. Uh, I want you to feel it. I want you to become guru. I want you to have people like you come into your lives at some time. And for you to see in them what I've seen in you. I've seen your lives change. Uh, 180 degrees. You're totally different people now, aren't you? Am I wrong? Lives have changed. Uh, we see people when they uh, become close to Krishna, they become more beautiful. Uh, the reason why is because the real them is coming out, the real beautiful soul. 
So I want you to distribute uh, what you've received. I'm trying to do uh, for you what my guru did for me. So pass it down. Go out and change lives. All of you, I've seen your lives become sweet. Uh, and I've heard your comments. Sweeter than ever. And getting sweeter all the time. So have this impact on others. This is my strong desire. As many others as possible. Change lives. Make an impact in this world. You can change. You can change the world. So, um, and soon, I'm hoping you're going to be up here. What do you think? You got to work on it, don't you? <laughs> she'll have a change of heart she'll be so alright are we ready to proceed um, does everybody know the process I'm going to call a name and then you come pay your obeisances to your guru and then pay your obeisances to Srila Prabhupada and then come and kneel right here. And I've got some questions to ask you. So first, I thought first we would go with Kim. So, Dr. Ken, you're a perfect example of what happens to someone when they come in contact with the holy name, Krishna Nam. You become attracted to Krishna Nam, isn't it? It captivates you, doesn't it? Uh, the name of Krishna, Krishna Nam, sucks you in. It brings you in, embraces you and you become its servant. So then, from here on out, you will be known as Krishna Nam Das. Oh, it means the, the servant of the holy name. What are the vows? Oh, we gotta do vows, yeah. Well, we got, before you get there. <laughs> I always forget that. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. Usually it's Mother Sundamani. She's in the background one. What are the vows? The vows are no meat eating, no intoxicants, no gambling, and no illicit sex. Fantastic. And how many rounds to chant daily? At least 16 rounds a day. Fantastic. Thank you so much. <laughs> I give you Krishna Namdas. So let's say it. Krishna Nam. Krishna Nam. Krishna Nam. Krishna Nam. Krishna Nam.
Number two is Alina. Do vows for what are the vows? Um, no uh, mediating, no illicit success, no gambling, and no intoxication. Wow, and how many rounds should you chant every day? 16. Well, fantastic. Uh, I've noticed that you have always been, seems to be, you're attracted to the things that Lord Chaitanya did. Harinam, you're always on Harinam. Uh, Harinam in the form of singing distributing books. So I thought since you're behaving like Lord Chaitanya and kind of acting like he did, following in his footsteps, I thought a good name for you would be Chaitanya Leela. Chaitanya Leela Devidasi. Chaitanya Leela! Chaitanya Leela! Chaitanya Leela! What do you think Krishna thinks of Radharani? I think he probably thinks she's really nice, huh? <laughs> what do you think he calls her? Ever thought about that? There's a name that Krishna calls Radharani because she's so beautiful. But first, let's do the vows. Be thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I always What are the vows? And chant? 16 rounds. So, I think let's give you that name that Krishna calls Radharani. Radha Sundari. Sundari, as some people, it's Sundari. Radha Sundari. Radha Sundari. Radha Sundari. Radha Sundari. Devi Dasi. So, Ernesto. Too easy. I let him get off without vows. Jeez. Prabhupada did that one time. 
least one time that I remember he forgot he didn't he didn't say what it about <clears throat> is everyone having a good time this is fun. We should do this once a week. <laughs> if we could get out and spread this nectar, everyone would want to come, huh? Attention. What are the four vows? <laughs> no illicit sex, no gambling, no meat eating, no intoxication. And chant. At least 16 rounds a day. At least. What do you do when you're finished with 16? Keep going. That's right. <laughs> so, I woke up thinking about your name one morning. I went to sleep. I was on tour, and I was wondering, what should I give? What, what name should I call Ernesto? And the next morning, I woke up, and I had this uh, Bhakti Vinod Thakur song in my head. So, from uh, Srinam uh, Srinam Yasomati Nandana. So and I always like the, the part when they get to the when you get to the part where it's Govinda Madhava Navanita Taskara. So you are Govinda Madhav Das. Govinda Madhav. What do we do next for fun? Let's have a fire. We're going to have a fire sale without the sale. All right. Can you get the thread privately? Yeah, you're gonna, he's going to offer your thread, and then you and I will meet afterwards, and I'll give you the money. No, no, you've got to be close to the fire. One of the boys is going to have to move.
and it starts sprouting slowly, slowly now by the regular population. And they see a Gaudiya Thank you. 